Hey guys, Ethan Fager from Double FM Sports. Uh, right now we're going to play a little sponsored segment from our good buddies at Anchor, so check that out. Hello everyone and welcome back to Double FM Sports. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jared Mizrak. And today we are joined by Central Dolphin Wrestling Coach, Coach Swigard. Thank you for coming on the podcast today. My pleasure. So as we've been doing, we have yet another interview. Hopefully it's a good one. First off, what is your favorite thing about being a coach? My favorite thing about being a coach. Well, I've coached probably, other than wrestling, like six or seven other different sports throughout my coaching career. And probably my favorite thing about uh, being a coach is uh, watching the kids set both individual and team goals and then uh, helping them and watching them work to complete those goals actually try to achieve their goal. So obviously you're the head coach uh, at CD Wrestling. So what do you love about the sport of wrestling? Well, the nice thing about the sport of wrestling is it's both uh, a team and an individual sport. So it yeah. has, uh, a, which is which is pretty cool. So you pretty much, my big, uh, uh, my philosophy is you get out of it what you put into it, both as a team and as an individual. So, uh, and also, I like the idea, and I was a small kid in high school and college. I wrestled uh, the lower weights. And I like the idea that a, a kid that weighs 110 pounds is just as important as a kid that weighs 285 pounds. Uh, he can give as much to the team as, as the big kid as well. And uh, I think that's pretty cool that uh, it gives those smaller kids an opportunity to have success on the athletic field at the high school, college, and international level. As opposed to, again, I, I actually, uh, real quick story, I got cut from the basketball team in seventh grade. I was about 70 pounds, and uh, mm. they ended up, that's where I started co- uh, wrestling, and it worked out pretty good because I was pretty. I was a small kid. Yeah. And I was able to compete in wrestling at 10 pounds. Yeah. This is your 37th year of coaching, correct? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. That, that's a long time. So what? keeps you motivated what kept you coming back to coaching every year well if i had a dollar for every time somebody asked me uh are you retiring if you're coming back i'd probably be rich uh, i still <laughs> i still enjoy my favorite part of coaching is uh three to five which is in the practice room i still enjoy going in there seeing the kids motivating them putting together a practice schedule and uh watching them improve daily and uh that's probably my favorite part. I still like going into that 40 by 60 wrestling room and putting together practice and watching those kids work hard to achieve their goals. Uh, obviously, I like the competition from a, uh, from a coaching standpoint. But, uh, again, my favorite part is uh, going in that wrestling room. And uh... So what, what was your, I guess, path to coaching like? I guess, where did you get your – start and then how did you eventually become I guess the central dolphin head coach that's an interesting question because I really didn't have that wasn't one of my major uh, career goals was to be a coach uh mm-hmm. somebody pointed out to me I was working part-time a part-time job at, at Pomeroy's you guys are probably too young now. and uh a lady at Pomeroy's a friend of mine whose son wrestled with me said that there was an opening at Susquehanna Township to coach I'm like, well, why would I want to do that? She said, well, 
if you get a coaching job, that would give you a foot in the door to get a teaching job. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So I went and applied for the coaching job and I got the, the coaching job at Susquehanna Township. And then within six months, I got a, I got a teaching job. Basically, the coaching job got me in to get a teaching job at Susquehanna Township Middle School. And I, that's when I started in 84. Oh, okay. So you just mentioned that, you know, coaching wasn't really one of your big career goals off the start. What did you go? Where did you go to college and what did you study to become? I actually went to Millersville uh, University, which at the time was Millersville State College down in uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And I went actually undecided. I wasn't sure I wanted to go to college. I was actually looking for one in the service and I had a pretty successful uh, senior season. And I started getting interest. And like any high school kid, when college coach shows some interest, it kind of makes you feel pretty good. So that's when I decided to go to school. So I actually went into school undecided. And then I uh, went into education uh, following my sophomore year is when I decided that's where I wanted to go. All right. Yeah. Obviously, we're in this midst of the, I guess, coronavirus pandemic. So I, how have you and your team, I guess, dealt with the pandemic and the virus? And well, from a personal standpoint, I try to live my life. I try to, uh, to go about life. I follow the guidelines like I'm supposed to supposed to but uh you know i try to get workouts in on a daily basis yep. and uh, and uh i stay in contact with the kids via social media via texting and things like that and uh uh we have some kids that are uh are, are working out at various clubs yep. uh, one or two days a week and i try to give them some workout schedules you know hey you need to do this today you need to do that today just try to keep in contact with them and keep them interested. Obviously, uh, one of the bigger problems is I'm trying to keep them focused on their schoolwork as well. Because yeah. slack off when they're not in school, yeah. and I don't have that tendency to see them every day and check on their grades like I, I've done in the past. So it's challenging. Uh, our numbers are, are lower than they ever been because of the COVID. I think some parents uh, uh, neglected to let their kids wrestle because of of COVID, so that has hurt us from a uh, team standpoint. I've had several kids that didn't want to compete uh, because of COVID, understandably. I mean, that's yeah, that's a decision they have to make. So our numbers are kind of low, so it's going to be challenging to put a team together, especially coming back uh, as a government January 4th, you know what I mean, and, and trying to get a team together. But uh, we'll see what happens. And the kids that are uh, kids that want to be there are working hard and, and putting in the little extra work. Yeah. I was reading an article about you and said that early this year you achieved 500 wins against, you know, throughout your career. How does it feel to have that accomplishment? Uh, that was pretty cool to get 500 wins. Uh, that's not one of the main reasons I coach. Uh, 500 wins actually helps with longevity, but uh, uh, I've had a lot of good uh, – a lot of good wins in those days, but uh, again, uh, the 500 wins go to not only myself, but uh, I've had some great assistant coaches over the last 37 years uh, that were a big part of those wins, and I've had obviously uh, some great, great student athletes that were were a big part of those wins. So uh, it's a team effort, and uh, you know, both coaches and uh, 
wrestlers uh, help help me personally to accomplish that goal. Um. So, what is your, I guess, favorite match you've seen wrestling match you've seen or coached? I guess. Well, I read that question, and there's what is there about seven hundred matches, six hundred fifty matches. Yeah. That's a lot of matches. I would say one of the, the most exciting was was two thousand eight, our first Pennsylvania State Championship for Central Dolphin. Uh, mm-hmm. That was pretty exciting. I think we beat that year Northampton. And if you're familiar with wrestling, District 11, which Northampton's in, that's East and Northampton, Nazareth, are pretty much the dominant district in Pennsylvania. And uh, we ended up beating them in the state finals. That was our first of four state championships. So that was pretty exciting. One other match that stands out is the next year we wrestled uh, Central Mountain in the state semifinals. I think that might have been 2009. And... It came down to the last match, and my son was wrestling uh, a, a really good kid, a state place winner from the year before, and his only object was not to get pinned in that match. And if he <laughs> doesn't get pinned, we win the match. Well, we were going along yeah. the match. It was probably about 4-1, 5-1, and next thing you know, we got headlocked to his back. And I looked over at the coach, and like, oh, my goodness. There was about a minute and 40 seconds, which is eternity in wrestling. And he was on the back, on his back, and I'm like, oh my gosh, here it is. It's the coach's kid's going to get pinned. We're going to lose this state championship. We ended up fighting off his back, and uh, we ended up beating uh, Central Mountain, who was, I think, the second best team in the state in the semis. Mm-hmm. And then that the next match would be Cumberland Valley in the finals. So that was pretty wild. Yeah, definitely sounds like it. Yeah. Um, so, is there any? team that you like going up against? I know you just mentioned two teams there that you've gone up against in the state, you know, playoffs for wrestling. Is there any, like, rivalry matchups that you guys like going up against? Yeah, it's pretty typical. Cumberland Valley. Uh, yeah, we got uh, – we're pretty similar school districts. I actually lived in Cumberland Valley till my son was in ninth grade, and then uh, I had to make a decision. My son wrestled for Cumberland Valley, played football Cumberland Valley and baseball. In ninth grade, I made a decision that I was either going to retire from coaching. I remember this was about 2009 when we had those great teams, or we were going to move. And from a family standpoint, my son was okay with moving because I wanted to coach him. I didn't want to be that dad that didn't get a chance to see his kid participate. So we ended up moving in 2009, and uh, that only increased the rivalry a little bit between us and Cumberland Valley. And uh, I think I got my – that 200 or 300 win in one of the Cumberland Valley, the Cumberland Valley coach actually sent me a Christmas card and uh, <laughs> congratulating me on uh, whatever number win it was. And one of the kids wrote on there, he said, congratulations, coach. The only time red and green go together is at Christmas time. <laughs> so I thought that was a pretty good quote from that, from that wrestler. So, so I at the beginning, you said you, I guess, coached a bunch of other different sports. What was your, what's your favorite sport to coach besides wrestling? I coach football at Susquehanna Township. I currently coach an assistant coach, girls and boys tennis, which is an unusual uh, combination that a wrestling coach coaches tennis. But I play a lot of tennis. Yeah. I'm very active. Uh, I play a lot of tennis. And I, most of the people I play tennis against are former wrestlers or athletes that I've coached in the past and want to beat coach. But mm-hmm. uh, 
So I played a lot of tennis, but I coached football. I coached, uh, obviously, I coached baseball. I was trying to, I was always involved in my kids' uh, athletics, so I always tried to get on staff and as assistant so I could put some time in, in with him because I'm away a lot from because of coaching. So I coached baseball, football, track, wrestling, tennis, uh, a little bit of soccer, but uh, I would say other than uh, other than than wrestling, I, I, you know, football was, was was interesting. Yeah, but the only I had to stop coaching football, which just it was a lot of time. Yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, commitment, and uh, I felt from the fall sport to the winter sport, I wasn't giving my kids, uh, my wrestlers, uh, the time that they needed in preseason. So mm-hmm. that's why I stopped coaching. As I said, you know, I was reading some articles on you. I stumbled upon a a PA wrestling website and it went back to your high school days when you wrestled. And it said that you finished second in the state in 1977, I believe. Is that true? That is correct. Yep. Correct. How, how was that experience being a state runner up, you know, as a actual wrestler, not as a coach? It was pretty cool because I wasn't—I wasn't one of those kids that that was ranked all year that people followed. I was kind of under the radar my senior year, uh, my junior year. I ended up not competing in the uh, in the postseason because I got sick. So my senior year, obviously, rankings are bigger now with all the internet and stuff. But back then, I wasn't ranked at all. So I pretty much went into that season unranked and ended up. Uh, just having a good year and ended up going to the state tournament, which was held at state college at the time. And back then it was single elimination. If you lost your first match, you were, you were out. They didn't have wrestlebacks. So I uh, ended up having uh, three really good matches uh, in the first round, the quarterfinals. And I had a great semifinal match against a kid from, I think Bethlehem Catholic. And then in the final ma- finals, I was pretty nervous. Uh, I uh, met my match and ended up getting beat by a kid that ended up, his name was C.D. Mock. I remember that because it was C.D. Mm-hmm. <laughs> C.D. Mock ended up beating me in the state finals, and he ended up going on to be a national champion for uh, the University of North Carolina. And the kids, uh, well, my kids asked me, said, hey, uh, you think you could have beat him again if you wrestled him again? And he was just a better wrestler, and uh, – you know, I'm pretty proud of being uh, in the state finals in Pennsylvania, which is probably one of the toughest states, I think, in the country as far yeah. as wrestling and high school wrestling. So it was a pretty cool experience. Yeah. So you just recently retired from teaching. How did that feel? And will that change anything relating to your coaching? Uh, yeah, I kind of uh, was on the fence about retiring from teaching. Uh, I didn't retire because I got sick of teaching. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I still enjoy teaching. I substitute. Yeah. One or two days a week uh, because I still like to do it. But, uh, you know, I'm 60. I'll be 62 years old. I'm thinking there's other things I want to do. And uh, I looked into uh, some districts don't allow you to coach if you're not employed. I looked into that and they said, yeah, no problem. Uh, So I wanted to give it a try. Sub one or two days. I could uh, then put a little bit more effort into coaching. Uh, It's pretty nice. I get up, go to the gym work out, get a little bit bite to eat, watch some film, and head into practice. <laughs> All right. Um, so what's one thing that you always 
harp on your athletes? Like, what's something that you always make sure you tell them or make them do? Work ethic. Work ethic. Work ethic. I tell them every time they come to practice, uh, the big thing is you get out of it what you put into it. You reap what you sow. And being a sport, uh, the sport of wrestling, where you're out there by yourself on a wrestling mat, it shows. Uh, So unlike football, where if you miss a block, somebody else might pick it up. Or if you miss a tackle, safety might be able to help you out. But in wrestling, you make a mistake. There's nobody out there to help you out. And uh, so you get out of it what you put into it. And I tell the kids over this break, you know, here's a chance to, to make some gains where other teams aren't working out. You know, get together with a couple of your buddies and go for a run. You know, put together some type of small workout. Get together and do that. But the, the big thing is 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 work ethic. Uh, you might not have that natural ability, but you can always outwork somebody. And that's pretty much the way I am. I wasn't a gifted athlete, but I I, th- I think I can outwork a lot of people. So, and I tried to uh, tell my kids the same thing. So like you said before, um, obviously PA wrestling may be one of the toughest um, things in the, state, uh, in the country. Obviously Big Ten is wrestling is huge. Do you have a favorite D1 team you like to support? Um, well, I – I like the Big Ten. Uh, the big thing is, you know, obviously I follow Penn State. I watched uh, Penn State last night on uh, on the Nittany Line Wrestling Club wrestled the North Carolina State Wrestling Club. I watched about ten matches last night uh, on Rockfin. And uh, but I've had various wrestlers. I've one wrestler go to Ohio State, mm-hmm. and I've had their head coach been at my house. So I'm kind of a fan of Ohio State. And I had one of my wrestlers went to Illinois. So there's another Big Ten school. I had two of my wrestlers go to Michigan, University of Michigan. Uh, so if I've had several wrestlers in the Big Ten, so I kind of follow it just as a general fan. But, uh, you know, I grew up with Penn State matches, and we actually take our kids up to uh, State College. We didn't this year because of the uh, pandemic. But we go up and uh, take them up there for a team camp. Mm-hmm. And uh, why not go there when they're one of the best programs in the country? So, and it's only an hour and a half away. So I tend to follow Penn State, but uh, I enjoy watching uh, all the Big Ten matches. You just mentioned yeah. that you know you take your team up to Penn State for a camp. Have you ever been up to Penn State to actually be in person for a wrestling match? Or oh yeah, know? I usually go up to two or three a year. Uh, usually go with the big ones. I've been up there for Iowa been up there for both i've seen matches both in rec hall and uh and in the bryce george center but uh, usually i take a road trip sometimes i'll go with the coaching staff or sometimes we'll grab a few of our kids that are interested in going up and and head up to uh state college to watch a dual meet which is pretty exciting especially when it's another like an iowa or or michigan or something like that so throughout this interview, you know, I got the feel that you're a pretty great coach, both, you know, for the kids and success-wise with the 500 wins. What is some of your advice for the next wave of coaches that will soon be taking over? The big thing is don't give up on any of the kids. Uh, I have for, People ask me, I have first-year kids come out every year. As long as they're willing to work, I'm willing to coach. Uh, and uh, if you get a first-year kid out, I think you got to give them just as much energy and time uh, as you do that experienced kid. And uh, 
you know, you can't give up on a kid. There's more to coaching than just the wins. And uh, I get just as much excitement watching a JV kid win a match or a first-year kid getting his first takedown mm -hmm. uh, as I do a, a kid winning a big match at sectional finals or or whatever. But uh, seeing a kid grow and, uh, and get better in the sport of wrestling and then uh, getting phone calls, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago, having wrestlers thank you for – not giving up on them is huge. Yeah. All right. So that's all the questions we've got for you. You know, once again, thank you for taking some time out of your day. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. All right, Ethan, if you want to hit them with an outro. Yeah. So um, for Double Huffman Sports, I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jeremy Israk. And we're signing off.